0: What's going on, everyone? This is Realtor Joe Simona. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Cup of Joe. Today, I have with me Chris Bahura with Living, and he's also a Realtor. We work in the same office with Max Brook Realtors in West Bloomfield. Chris, thanks for joining. If you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Uh, Thanks, Joe, for having me. Started off in real estate, still doing it, but uh, got into the building uh, industry about five, six years ago. So took what I learned from real estate and applying it to, uh, clients for building new homes and remodeling.
0: What got you into real estate? And there must've been that spark that said, I want to do building and I've known you for a very long time. And I know that if you set your mind to something that you can do it, but going into being a builder and renovating homes, building new construction, that's a tough task.
1: So what was your motivation to to do this? Um, so I started off uh, working in the family business, which was uh, furniture stores. So we had like the modern furniture stores. And then um, like back like 2007 or 8, you know, when we had the recession, um, I had to do something else because it couldn't support all of us. Uh, so Niran told me I should try real estate since I've been doing, sales for so long. So I partnered up with her and, um, you know, from there, that's, that's where it started. Um, but I've always was in the, like the design and, and stuff like that. So, um, it was always my passion. And then real estate was kind of like, um, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I liked it, but I wasn't in love with it. If that makes any sense. I always had that, uh, passion for, you know, building something or creating something um but i stuck with real estate for so long because we were doing really good you know i mean we did a lot of sales and you know we were busy money was good i didn't want to stop but at the end of the day um i just wanted to do what i love to do that's
0: totally understandable and for those of you uh watching who are maybe not familiar with us niran is uh his aunt um who i share a wall in my office with so (laughs) i'll uh, here you see you later neuron um no but a lot of times when you jump into something that is related to the field that you're in for example jumping uh being a builder and then you know you were in real estate a lot of times when you jump into a field that's related to your line of work such as you're a realtor but you became a builder as well mm-hmm. It makes you appreciate real estate more. So you liked real estate. You didn't love real estate. But I have to imagine that now that you love building, it also gives you more
1: appreciation for real estate. A hundred percent. Actually, I, I learned I learned a lot from real estate and applied it to building um, what customers like and what they don't like. You know, when we're showing houses, they say, I wish the kitchen was bigger. I wish this was that. So you can actually apply that to what you're building or what you're designing or, you know, remodeling for somebody. So um, without that knowledge or the experience from real estate, I don't think I would be as successful as I am in in building because you understand what people want for so long.
0: Absolutely. And that's great information. Do you oftentimes have clients in the building and remodeling aspect calling you, or the building and remodeling field calling you saying, Hey, I am going to list my house, or I'm going to move into a house that I just purchased, I need you to come do some work to the home.
1: Yeah. Oh, a lot of times, Um, whether it's fixing something to get it, you know, listed or painted. Um, And also, I've been doing a lot of uh, construction loans. So trying to find somebody a house, you know, in this market, um, their budget is, you know, let's say 600, but there's really nothing nice for 600. So we'll go down and we'll look for something in the 400s, four fifties and do a construction loan, uh, for the difference. So we can actually remodel it and make it, you know, what they want, um, and, and still fit their budget. So it it does help to do both.
0: We'll be talking to a lender who, does a lot of construction loans. What are some of the most common issues that you see as a builder in homes that people may have just purchased? For example, me as a realtor, and I'm sure you in uh, real estate prep your clients before they go through a home inspection on what to expect as the most common issues that may arise. Some of the most common issues are um, the downspouts are not draining far away from the house or siding is going to need to be repaired and or replaced, or um, there's going to be issues with electrical panels. Those are some common issues, um, serious yet common issues, that if an inspector, which we'll talk to on it, Another future episode, we'll discuss common issues, but those are common issues that I prep my clients for. What are some of the most common issues that you see as a builder, even if you've seen it through the realm of your real estate profession?
1: I have to say, uh, gutter downspouts (laughs) are the that's number one. You see it all the time, and it's uh, the easiest to take care of. But if you don't take care of it, it becomes, you know, from a hundred dollar fix of getting the extended. Um, downspouts and draining it the right way. If you don't take care of it, you're talking about foundation issues, water issues, um, and that's the worst thing you can do. So I think the easier fixes, uh, if they go unchecked, you're going to have a big, big problem in the future.
0: So um, th- That's interesting that you say that. Um, there's also radon, um, and radon is an odorless gas depending on the area that you are in but in the tri-county area I believe it's like one in every six homes mm-hmm. test above the EPA standards for radon and radon is such an easy fix putting in a radon uh mitigation system slash remediation system it's depending on if it's going through a sump pump or through a chimney it could be it's probably around twelve hundred dollars but if you don't fix it, Radon is the second leading cause. Co- I believe it's a second leading cause of lung cancer behind smoking and there's statistics on uh, what age groups that it, it affects. But yeah, it's some of the things are common. Some of the things are easy and some of the things may be pricey, but they are things that you need to do that you're going to have those issues in any home. What as far as construction and as far as building, what do you enjoy most about the process?
1: Um, I will say real quick though uh, regarding radon: if you get tested and you don't have radon, any you know any radon detected, um, you should check it every couple of years, anyways, because it's an odorless gas. But depending on where it's moving, you might not have it this year. Next year, it might, you know, it might swing your way. So it's it's some, if you use your basement a lot, that's always something I would say and you can even get a home uh, right on test, you know, but it's worth it for a couple hundred bucks every couple of years, just to, just to make sure. Um, as far as my favorite part is, uh, I like to see the transformation of something that's old or, you know, uh, that needs work. And then you, you know, you revamp it or you you change just a couple of things, knock down a wall, just do a couple, you know, sometimes a small change is a big, makes a big difference. So I love just seeing, you know, from where I was and the, the end result i think it's fun it's fun doing it
0: yeah it's it's seeing the end result and knowing that you were a part of the process yeah is definitely um rewarding and one of my previous episodes when i was talking with the mortgage lender they were talking about their exhilaration of seeing that first time home buyer at a closing table and or any buyer and then reaching across the table and giving them a hug and being excited So in building and in real estate, when we know that we've done our job in building you specifically in real estate, both of us, when we know that we've done our job, it truly is a great feeling and gives us that exhilaration when we know that we served our client like we should. And when we went above and beyond without seeking recognition for that, which is one thing one of many things that i applaud you on you always go above and beyond and i see it in real estate work even if it's deals that we're not working on together if it's not a deal that we may have together and i see it in your building work and your construction work um you go above and beyond and i'm a little more in tune with the process so i recognize it but you're not looking my recognition and you're not looking for my applause and you're not looking for congratulatory things from me, which is something that I applaud you on. And those are the people, those types of people like you are the people that I enjoy sending business to because I know that no matter what, whether I give them a high five and say, hey, thanks for going above and beyond, or if it may slip my mind, you're not looking for that. Thanks. You're still going to do it. Uh, because to you similar to me it's like you're looking you're not looking at the one deal the one uh you know build job that we may do together you're looking at the future deals that
1: we're going to do together 100 percent. plus it's it's our name right so your name carries more value than anything and you want to always do uh the right thing you know whether you get recognition or not um, if you see a problem you fix it you take care of it and you make sure you know, i tell people i'm i'm pickier than they are which is true like i'll notice stuff that they wouldn't notice and just because i don't like it i'll fix it or i'll take care of it yeah
0: that happened on a recent job that i uh that i had you and your uh team go out to there was something on on a ceiling that Uh, that we didn't notice so chris you do also commercial uh building and renovation correct yep is there a favorite between residential and commercial or do they both have their do they both have their benefits and they both have their they both have their good days and they both have their attributes um is there is there a huge difference in the way that you're constructing things or remodeling things if it's in a commercial building versus a uh residence
1: i think you can be a little more creative uh, in the residence you know, um, I mean, it depends on what you're doing commercial wise, but um, if they allow you to do the, the design, um, I think you can get somewhat creative, but you can't go too outside of the box. But depending on the client, you can uh, for residential, you can, you know, propose a couple of cool things um, and uh, it's fun. So I'm doing a, a project right now in Bloomfield Hills. They have a movie theater in the basement. So um, I talked about doing like a, a Murphy door you know, uh which is like a it's gonna look like a movie picture. So there's being a wall there, you know, secret, you know, handle and it goes into the movie theater. Um doing another similar uh one for a laundry room that's in the middle of their living room that we couldn't really get rid of. So uh we're built uh a wall unit and part of the wall unit has a book you kinda you know push on the book and it opens to the laundry room but it's hidden. So it's kind of cool you can you can do some some fun stuff that that you really, uh, you know, you kind of see it online or you see it here and there, but you can't, you know, you don't really see it all the time. So I like to, I like to go for that if I'm I'm allowed to.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, and that input's great because it's things that we don't think about and I'm sure you've seen it in real estate. Sometimes you might have a client remodeling or building a house and they may say, well, I want it. Remember that house we saw on 1234 Anywhere Street? That's how I want my kitchen island to look. Or, for example, I've walked through so many new construction uh, homes, model homes with with clients that um, when my family remodeled our house, I was like, I want to do a waterfall island. And that's something that I may have not thought about, probably wouldn't think about had I not walked through that and had I not known, for example, the cost when you when you do it like with one of the big builders who that's one of their big upgrades, nobody's going to go do it afterwards versus like a cost of doing it with someone. If they hired, uh, you, which would be substantially cheaper. What is your motivation to get going every single day? What is your motivation and what's your grind?
1: Um, my motivation are my kids and my family. That's number one. And, um, I think being able to, um, you know, the creative outlet, you know, um, I think mean, that's really the the drive. That's, what's fun for me. So you get to go and, like I said, you get to design something, create something, um, whether it's the same kitchen, you're done a hundred times or a cool Murphy door or, you know, just something different. It, it's to me, it's just fun, uh, putting it all together. Uh, speaking
0: about your kids you have the most adorable kids i remember seeing your wife and your daughter at the office and your daughter was watching uh youtube um stuff like kids shows and um i looked to your wife and i said is your daughter she said yeah i said she's beautiful so I said, hold on one second. I went and turned on Bob the Builder. Mm -hmm. I remember sending you that picture. It's like, you're going to be just like your dad. (laughs) She's like sitting there watching it with like her eyes on the TV, on the monitor. She's like, I'm like, this this is great. Do you have a background in architecture or do you have anyone with a background in architecture part
1: of your team? Um, So in high school, I did take architecture classes. It's something I wanted to actually pursue and go to college for, but you know, things happen that um, I wasn't, you know, it didn't work out that way. So I always appreciated that. And I do have uh, an architect that I work with um, for all my jobs and I refer him, to, you know, for anyone who's looking, he's my number one. Um, I can, can I shout him out? Yeah, of course. Neil, Neil Amore with Amore Design. One of the best guys um, understands exactly what you need, what you're looking for. And he really does apply that. You know, with his designs, I absolutely love him
0: that that's great you know you know what's great when you tell somebody, "This is what I want," and they're not they don't try to upsell you, which is what you just described of Neil that he won't try to upsell people, and I know that that's not how you are, given recommendations to people like, "Hey, I think this type of door would look nice or this type of floor would look nice. Is great, but trying to upsell somebody like, hey, you know, you should go 800 square feet bigger, or put solid doors uh, on that are going to cost you know four times the price and only return mm-hmm. one time the value, is uh, doesn't make sense. And it, I I appreciate that you do that. And that's that's great to know that Neil understands the people and you understand the people too. So it seems like you're dealing with like-minded people,
1: which is absolutely uh, great. Oh, that's the best way to go. I mean, I've worked with architects that they're so stuck in their ways um, working on a gas station right now. And um, the guy was so stuck in his ways on like what the layout should be and the exterior should be. And you know, the clients, you know, kind of like yelling at him saying, this is not what I want. And I even told him, I'm like, we're doing all this work, spending all this money and the exterior looks like something that's 20 years ago. We need to make it current. And I mean, we were in a shouting match with with the architect, so i I pulled him away and, and actually referred him over to Neil and it worked out because again, he understood what the client wants, the budget, you know the style, the look, and uh you, you know and it, it, we, it, we made it work because you can't be stuck in your ways, especially when you're in, I can't be I'm, I'm modern at heart, but if somebody doesn't want that, you can't push it on them. Absolutely. You have to understand what they want and 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 apply it
0: absolutely.
1: Chris, before we close out, question
0: that I have on something that you just touched on, which is you know, adapting to ways and trends. Do you believe that you and your team have the vision for where trends may be going to be one step ahead? of the game for example if something is uh turning transitional style versus modern or if an area of homes may be traditional versus transitional and that may be the best value for the home or you could tell it can you tell if it's trending that way based on your knowledge or if interior designs kitchen designs are trending that way based on your knowledge
1: uh, definitely, uh, you know one benefit that I have is again my my parents own uh, furniture stores, so I'm I get to meet with all the reps that are in from Italy or Europe, Holland, all over the world, um, and they come, you know, all the time, uh, and they also put us up on the trends or what's hot, what's new, what's coming out, what they're seeing the direction going in, um, and so you know having having that and that I again I grew up with it and I still follow. Uh, I still go there and and meet the people and, and do all of that. Um, And, you know, my mom is a designer, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. So yeah, I I mean, definitely. We have a a heads up on where we think the styles are going or what's coming back. What's, you know, timeless, that, that whole thing. Yeah. I knew about the
0: furniture store business, but that's great info. I didn't know that your mom is a designer. Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime that I want to see your, your dad, I just to
1: birmingham on the weekend and i'll probably see him there he's usually at the daxton yeah you can find him there monday through sunday gotta look gotta look (laughs)
0: bill chris i appreciate it thank you for joining me and everyone thanks for tuning in to this episode of your cup of joe stay tuned for the next one thank you for having me thank you